Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I want to talk about generational curses slash patterns. Generational curses describes the cumulative effect on a person of things that their ancestors did, believed, or practiced in the past and consequences of an ancestor's actions, beliefs, and sins being passed down. So here's what the generational curse is really about. The skeletons in your closet weren't put there by your dad or your grandmother or your great aunt. Basically saying if you choose to continue the generational curse or you don't realize you're on a trend of a generational curse, it's likely you should stop it and get help so you won't continue the traditional of curses and patterns of your family members and ancestors. Generational curses, I want to talk about the baby mama culture. People, young girls having babies at a very young age, whether you are financially ready, that does not mean you are mentally prepared to handle a child at such a young age. And I blame MTV teen mom culture of 16 and pregnant, right? The ups and downs that are shown, but it doesn't stop the trend of young children having a child in their teens, right? For instance, I'm going to do a case study on celebrity culture in the realms of baby mama culture, right? Um, We look at the Jada Wada, she's 23, um, Tyena Williams with G Herbo, um, her mom, which is Emily B from Love & Hip Hop, she had Taina when she was young, and now it's her daughter following the same trend. Now, you don't have to be the same age as your mom or your parents at their exact age when they had you, but you're still young and not mentally prepared, regardless of your financial stability, to take care of a child, right? And then we look at uh, Zanique Pullins. Um, that's tiny Tamika Harris' daughter, um, the woman from Escape, and how her mom had her at a young age while she was in the girl group in the 90s, and now her young daughter, the first oldest daughter she had, had her child at the age of 24, but she was pregnant with her child at 23, and you see the trends, not just the celebrities, also just Regular day people, every day, you walk down in, you know, major Midwestern cities, whether it's the cities or around the country or globe, I see parents with a lot of strollers walking down. Babies don't have, you know, socks on their feet. Um, the mama dragging them across to get across the other side of the street. Um them looking all messed up because their parents are just rushing or don't know. So if you don't know, it's not an amount of parenting classes you can take to understand how to raise a child and know just because you were either a young age when you had nieces and nephews from your other siblings and you had to babysit them, that does not mean that you understand how to take care of a child. Because at the end of the day, you have to still take that child back to their parents. You don't have them 24-7 like the parent does, right? So we need to stop using that um, clutch like, oh, I, I babysit, you could babysit hundreds, thousands of kids, but you still have to take them back. 
Even if you go to daycare and you and you work there or whatever and you take care of kids, that does not mean you understand the realms of how a child behaves, etc. Right? You are not their parent. You are their clocked in, clocked out babysitter. Okay? Whether you get paid or not. And that's the problem with our our culture, not just in the black community, it's all around. And I understand the pandemic. Um, studies say that the the baby boom is either slowed down, the rates of birth is slowed down because of it. But honestly, it's not because of no pandemic. It's been like this for a while. No one, yet our generation, this generation does not want to have all these kids we making wise decisions that no i don't want to have 11 kids like my great great grandmother did back in the day that was during their time so it's even harder because college is expensive everything is more expensive people are having to stay home at a at a longer time you know with their parents um as an as an adult um people have to choose wisely who their partner is who they mate with you know it's it's a lot to factor into why the birth rates are so low it's not just because of the pandemic it's, it's been happening because the expenses of living in this world while they say it's overpopulated it's a lot you know it's a lot it's like it's overpopulated and then the price go up at the same time okay which is un unacceptable and that's why I want to say where it's a toxic childhood trauma. Because toxic childhood trauma, if you as a child went through child abuse, sexual abuse, etc. in any forms, either you get therapy for it or you just carry that on into your adulthood. So I want to use an example for R. Kelly. R. Kelly, Surviving R. Kelly documentary on Lifetime. It showed the the beginning stages of how R. Kelly became who he was and what happened to him that made him turn out the way he is now with abusing young girls or gravitating to younger women and um, sexually, mentally, verbally, emotionally abusive, right? So R. Kelly was abused at a young age by his sister, right, in the projects of Chicago. And... He he turned out to start liking that from her to the point that he didn't they didn't get help for him to control his sexual eradications and feelings. So what he did was he became the victim turned into the abuser, right? Because a lot of victims, if they don't get help, they turn into the abuser. And that's why you have his case where he continues to abuse and take advantage of young girls, etc., right? And then he gravitates mentally and psychologically to girls that are in his realm of abusiveness. So they were abused, the young girls that he um, took advantage of and assaulted and abused, etc., um, because they were also sharing stories of how they were abused just like him. So he gravitates to, to that more because he want to feel like they have a connection. And that can lure, lure people brains in closer because of a, a a close intimacy of same 
interactions, same emotions, same experiences, right? Same experiences shared. So that's what I want to go over with that. And that happens, victim turned abuser in all realms. It does not matter about your race. It doesn't matter about your background, et cetera, right? It happens to anyone. Plus, if you don't have resources to help the child get through those traumas, they're going to turn out to be aggressive, et cetera. So it happens, you know, and it's sad because it's so many things, especially I'm going to speak for the black community, that we have trauma of that we don't we'd ignore and try to work through them in other ways or we try to get help but we don't have the resource to get help and stuff so yeah and going from toxic childhood trauma I'm going to talk about toxic parenting styles now toxic parenting styles to me is like the emotional physical abuse of parent that what is learned seen or taught is bound to transfer down to your children' behavior, to their relationships, and babies they have, right? And we all seen it, whether it's on, on the entertainment industry, etc. And we always hear this phrase, um, black people laugh at our pain. Why do we laugh at our pain? Because we have so much pain, so much trauma, you know, and it's sad that we have to laugh at it because I don't find it funny at all. Like, a parent... You, a parent yelling and you having skits of what a black mom does versus a white mom, like, it's not funny. Yeah, you see the differences, but it's not funny to be beating the side of your head, you know. Um, and you don't have to scream or abuse a child to get them to understand what is right or wrong, right? And spare the rise, spoil the child, I think a lot of people get that very intertwined with their own interpretation because to me you don't have to beat the child to understand what something is right from wrong that's what y'all don't understand we all have a lot specifically in the black community the masculine feminine energy that the mother portrays especially as a single mother so you see a lot of the single mothers um have to be this tough, strong person for their children because they're raising male or female children. And either because the father is either in a prison system, gone, or walked walked out their lives. And it's sad because a lot of parents use this masculine-feminine energy, especially the mother. Um, they be very aggressive or... Um, closed off or non-emotional um, or just uh, abusive to the person, to the child because either they're stressed, etc. But you should not beat me because you're stressed. Because we feel like we need to, whoever's close to us, we um we take out our anger and our frustrations on that person. And usually, if you have just children in your house or whoever, you tend to likely to put it against that child. And it's unfortunate. And if the mom has a history or the father has a history of pattern of some sort, whether that's being with man or woman all the time and says they're likely to be alone, 
That is something they use for coping and could be likely to be a thing for a child, whether they go down the same path or not in a different direction. So if your parents, it could be genetics, it could be just um, taught behavior. Um, a lot of parents, either they don't like to be alone, so they sleep around or um, they have to be with someone to feel whole. But they're still lonely. Um, that could be a, a passed down generational um, pattern or curse for you. Um, whether that's abusive um, homes, you see a lot of domestic violence in a home. Uh, you tend to either become the abuser or you are the victim of being abused. Um and you tend to get in relationships like that, or you either just shy away from wanting to be with somebody because you feel like that will happen to you. So it's a lot of passed down things that happen. Um, or you tend to be abusive to your children, etc. So it's a lot that we as society need to learn about and catch generational patterns. You know, when they say, oh, the apple don't fall too far from the tree, that's that's not a compliment, okay? Because a lot of people think, oh, that's, that's cute, or, oh, I'm just like my mama, or I'm just like my father, you know? Sometimes you can have good and bad traits from your family members and from your parents. That's just what it is. But we in this society, we think everything's cute. Raising a child at a young age, having a child at a young age is not Considered cute, like oh, I'm gonna be his baby mama, but but he got five baby mamas, seven baby mamas, ten, some at young age of twenty that have multiple baby mamas or multiple baby daddies, and that's not cute. It's not cute when you're not mentally, spiritually, physically financially stable because see we think oh we equate to oh you got finances you gonna be good or one of you have support system you're gonna be good no because no person wants to no parent wants to sit there and raise your child all the time they had you you had your child you take care of your child you see what i'm saying so don't don't just keep having them and think, oh, my mom or my dad, they're going to take care of why I'm off doing this. But see, your life cuts off the moment that child comes into the world. And if you just having you, you, you screaming and, and you can't take the realms of what mothering is. Now you stuck. And it's a lot of um, young girls and fathers that have stepped up and done the best they could in raising their children, which is a good thing. You know, mine is what they went through in their childhood. Reverse the generational curses and patterns that you have and trauma you have. So when you do have that child, you could teach them better. There's different ways to do it. You don't have to pass down toxicity, uh, aggressiveness, abusiveness, on and on. Because you're just going to have a chain reaction to each inner reaction. And it's not good. You know? So, that's 
all I got to say on that. Stop the generational curses and patterns of toxicity and childhood trauma. Get your children help while they're young and get them into mental health services and counseling. And if you cannot afford it, call call your um, resources and services in your community. Talk to them because they could find a way to help you. Don't sit there and just see something and don't say nothing. Because what stays in one house should not just stay there. If you need help, get help. Because what goes on in the house do not need to stay in there. It needs to be let out of your spirit and your system. Because you're going to damage that child into a adolescent to adulthood. And when you don't want to be looking back over your life... However long you're on this earth and say, I wish I could have, I regret all that stuff. And you sitting there in your rocking chair, crying, depressed and lonely. You don't want that. And angry, anger, jealousy, resentment is not something you want to have. So that's all I got to say on this episode of Generational Curses.